Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Looks like there was a nice dusting of snow this morning at BMO Field in Toronto. Maybe a good omen for Team Canada as they get set to take on Jamaica later on this afternoon, 4 o'clock local time in Toronto. Now, the last time these two uh, teams met was back in October, a nil-nil draw. I think Team Canada would take a similar result today. Now, Team Canada is still looking good. In terms of the CONCACAF World Cup qualifying, still sitting atop the table despite that loss last week in Costa Rica. A couple more games left here for Canada. Oh, so close to clinching a spot at the World Cup later this year in Qatar. That would be the first time since 1986 that Canada has been at the World Cup, only the second time in Canadian history that we've been at the World Cup. And this time it feels like we belong there. You know, we're just not lucking out, glad to be there as spectators. This team just feels different. So it's an interesting moment for Canadian soccer. Uh, joining us to talk about the game, what's at stake, and what a ride it's been for this uh, Canadian team. Very pleased to welcome to the program here today, Derek Van Diestes, national soccer columnist with Post Media, and of course, getting set to cover the big game later on this afternoon. Derek, thanks for making some time for us here. No problem, Bob. Thanks for having me on. Okay, so describe things as they stand going into this game here. Canada is just inches away, it seems, from, from booking their spot to cutter. What, what needs to happen today? Yeah, Canada right now, it's, it's an 18 group, 18 group in, in CONCACAF, and, the, and basically the eight teams will just play They play a round robin at home and away. So that's 14 right. games. And the top three, uh, after those 14 games, qualify automatically for, for the World Cup in Qatar. And then the fourth place team has a playoff against uh, another team from uh, probably New Zealand from the Oceanic region for another spot in the tournament. Um, Canada right now is in first place. They they lead the group. They they lead the group. They have twenty five points. So a tie is good enough for them to automatically clinch one of the top three spots. Uh, they can't fall out of the top three with a tie if they tie today. Uh, a win would obviously secure that as well. But there are some other scenarios where. Canada could actually lose their last two games and still get in, depending on results from other teams. But this team has been, uh, as, you, as you said, this team has been uh, on a remarkable run. This run actually started a year ago because they had to play into this final qualifying group. So um, it's not just the 14 games they've played. They've played 18 games. So they right. started to get to this final qualifying group, and, and they've been uh, just remarkable in it with the victories over Mexico, victories over the United States, wins in Honduras. Uh, in Panama, it's just it's just been such a such a great run for this team, and, and I think today's really sets up for for historic day in, in Canadian sports history. Uh, not only just for soccer fans, but I think for for Canadian sports for the team to get to qualify to go to the World Cup in in Qatar in November. It's going to be just a fantastic game, a fantastic atmosphere at BMO Field, and it's it's there's it's already a there's already a party feel to to the, to to the stadium and to the game, and I think it's just going to be. Uh, a really great day for, for Canadian soccer. 
you know, just to put it in perspective for people, that, that 1-0 loss Thursday in Costa Rica, that was Canada's first loss in this this CONCACAF qualifying. So, I mean, that gives you an indication. And, you know, look, obviously they've had to play U.S., had to play Mexico, typically, you know, the real strong countries in this group. So the fact that Canada gone this long without losing is quite remarkable. Yeah, it's been an impressive run. And, and in that game, unfortunately, they had a player sent off uh, early in that game. Yeah. Uh, and Mark Anthony Kay, he got two yellow cards within the first 35 minutes of the game. So Canada essentially played the last 55 minutes of the game uh, up down a man, and they had a lot of opportunities to, to tie that game. And they hit the goalpost twice. There was a lot of good chances. And you, you watching that game, you, you would argue they were the better team, even though they had they were down a man. So I think, um, yeah, they they did lose that game, but it really kind of set this 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 day up to kind of clinch it at home. And I think it clinch it in front of their fans. And I think as disappointed as they were, as not to clinch it in Costa Rica, I think there there is some excitement of being able to to finally book that spot in the World Cup in front of a, a partisan crowd at BMO Field uh, at home. Uh, this is the the final home game that they have in this in this in in the qualifying. So it kind of worked out well where they can come in here and Jamaica has already been eliminated, so they have nothing to play for. So Canada, they can come out and do what they've been doing. Um, they should be able to kind of book their ticket to Qatar in front of their fans. It's going to be just a, a great raucous atmosphere, I think, in that in that that stadium today. Yeah. Well, the only thing missing is uh, their superstar, Alfonso Davies, who is, uh, we, it sounds like he's, he's close to returning to action. He plays in Germany for, for the club Bayern Munich. I understand he's, he's resumed some training. He had had COVID-19 and, and had a bite of, bout of uh, myocarditis resulting from that. So uh, what is the timeline as we understand it then for maybe seeing Alfonso Davies in the red and white? Yeah, he should be back um, by the time they have the next international window, if, if all things go go well. They're talking to the, the Bayern Munich coach the other day in a press conference said Alfonso Davis is probably two or three weeks away from getting back on the field. He has resumed training with his team. Um, they're just being cautious with this because sure. there's still a lot of unknowns when it comes to myocarditis. And so they're being cautious with this, and they kind of took their time with him, and he's such a young player, and he's got such a bright future. They, they just wanted to make sure everything was okay before he went back out there and, and performed and did what he did. So uh, he, it looks like he'll be okay. It looks like within a month he'll be back playing, and then uh, Canada will probably have a few exhibition games leading up to, to the World Cup. So I, I fully expect to see Alfonso Davies uh, with Canada playing in those exhibition games leading up to the World Cup, and then obviously going to the World Cup in November as well. So uh, it's a it's a good thing that that the candidate is so deep though. Alfonso Davies is a star, yeah. is their star player, is is the face of the team. But this team has a lot of stars. They, 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 this is probably the most talented Canadian soccer team, uh, men's soccer team ever put on the field. And I think you're starting to see the depth and the talent that, that, that this team has because um, John Herdman, the head coach, has done such a fantastic job, kind of rotating players in and out. And for the most part, he's gotten every everything right uh, during this qualifying session. And I think that's that's kind of what makes it exciting as well. It's not just a one or two man team. There's there's a lot of really exciting young talents on this team, and and they're not going to be good just for for this round or this World Cup. You're looking four years ahead. You're looking eight years ahead. There's a real solid foundation for um, men's Canadian soccer. 
What's the thing? I mean, in Canadian soccer in general, we've seen what the ladies have been capable of. But, you know, as you say, I mean, you know, Jonathan David's another big star in Europe. You know, there's some Canadian players who play with big clubs, play on big stages. And so, yeah, I mean, John Herdman's done a great job with, with both national teams. I don't know that we could, you know, credit him for what Canadian soccer is is becoming and seeing, you know, Canadian players uh, emerging, not just in MLS, but in other big leagues. Is there any... I don't know if we can credit any one individual organization, but what, how do we explain, you know, the emergence of Canada as a real soccer country here? I do. I think the the development of the of Major League Soccer and in, in teams like Toronto FC and, and Montreal and, and Vancouver, um, they, they they develop these young academies, these academies where these young kids can come in and get kind of a professional atmosphere at a young age, and I think. Right. We're starting to see the fruits of those academies now. They started these academies a few years ago, and they had these kids come through. And without, without the, you know, even here, even here in Edmonton, without the, you know, FC Edmonton Academy where Alfonso Davies first started, then he went to Vancouver and played in their academy, and then went and played with the Vancouver Whitecaps before he went to Europe. That that basically those steps weren't available for Canadian players uh, in years past. They once you played your university or college soccer, there was really nowhere to go. There was. There wasn't that ladder to get to the professional ranks. You, if you were good enough, maybe you went and found a spot in Europe and kind of worked your way through there. But I think these these Canadian teams in, in the Major League Soccer and now the Canadian Premier League is giving these these players an opportunity to play in a professional setting, and that is helping them develop. And that's added an extra kind of step on the road to to get to some of these bigger European clubs, and, and it's helped out. And, and you look at Alfonso Davies without the MLS, without the Vancouver Whitecaps, he's not a star at Bayern Munich. Um, just the way he developed, and, and you look at some of the academies that he went through, and just the the opportunity he got, and we're seeing these players now having that opportunity. They're incredibly talented. This game has continues to grow. More and more kids are playing soccer um, than ever before in this country. But now there is that kind of process and and the, those steps that you can take to try and get to the professional level. And I think right now we're seeing the fruits of that labor right now because this is the first kind of group that has come through these academies and represented Canada at this level. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.